everybody and welcome to this week's Hope for the Heart. You might hear a few bangs and crashes in it this week because my friend Tracy is working in the kitchen. Anyway, are there times when you can feel that a situation is hopeless? I'm sure there are. You've done your best to sort it out, but then you know you've just tried everything and your hope is gone. Something like that happened to me recently. It sounds like quite a minor thing when I tell you what it was. But to me, it was very important. I'd lost my mobile phone, not just for a day or two, but for several weeks. The thing is, I use it for a special purpose. When Tracy and I want to talk, we use an app on her phone which recognises speech. So when we talk, what we say comes up on the screen so that she can hear. Hers runs out of charge a lot because she uses it all the time. So I got a spare phone that could use this same app so there would always be one available for her. But in the night, when I couldn't sleep, I realised with a shock that mine didn't even have a passcode set on it for stopping anyone to get into it because I didn't want Tracy to have to put one in. It would take too long if she wanted to quickly hear a conversation that was being spoken. And so I didn't bother with it, you see. And that meant that people could, you know, see my account and personal details. So I prayed with renewed urgency that the Lord would help me find it. I said, Lord, if it's anywhere to be seen, anywhere in the house, please show me. Otherwise, I'll have to cancel this contract. But no ideas were coming to me. I had emptied every bag, every drawer I could think of, but it was just nowhere. I told Trace I was anxious and said I would inform the phone company that it was lost. But then the Lord stepped in. Although Trace hasn't got much natural hearing, she has an amazing way of tuning into the Lord. She hears his Holy Spirit and she has a particular gift which she exercises a lot, which the Bible calls a word of knowledge. Well, when you get a feeling or insight about something you could not know naturally, information you couldn't have gained just by rationalisation, And she went upstairs and she said, Lord, if it's anywhere here, show me now. She found herself thinking about the words, Marilyn's account. And then an incident came to her mind as to how I'd lost my bank card once just before going abroad and how it had slipped under the bed. She thought, are you telling me, Lord, it's there? Is it under the bed? I thought we'd looked, but she decided to pull the bed right out. And a few minutes later... She came downstairs and put something in my hand. I could hardly believe it. It was so marvellous to me that the Lord had put into her heart where to look. Now, I had no ideas myself, but God used her giftings to help me. We're told that all the gifts of the Spirit are given to each of us for the common good. They're precious tools to equip us. And words of knowledge often show people how much the Lord cares for them because these kinds of insights can be very personal or maybe even involve solving a particular problem or bringing a solution as the Holy Spirit gives some specific information that's needed. So why don't you ask him to give you these wonderful gifts? He wants to use you like that. It's gifts that you need. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of them, he says. It's not to show off with them either. 
They always operate through love, and that should always be the motive behind them. Lord, give us hearts that are expectant, ready to receive your spiritual gifts, and thank you, you will give us them to bless others as we need them and as we open our heart to you. Thank you for this particular gift, words of knowledge, which make something come to light that was hidden. Amen. Now you could read 1 Corinthians 12, which is all about the gifts, and then look at 1 Corinthians 13, that very famous chapter about love. They go together. And here's a song. It's called Not By Might. Sure. 